Too often as human beings, we make things way more complex than they need to be. And I've often wondered to myself, why is it? Why do we want to make things more complicated? It would be so much better if things were simpler and easier. Truth is, it's different for each person. But I have noticed some common threads along the way. Firstly, a need for significance and this notion that things need to be complicated to justify the price tag that we charge. Another is that as high achievers, we wear the busy badge with pride. Being busy has almost become an affirmation of success. Another is a need for control and in some ways a lack of boundaries. We hold on to old ways for far too long and do not question the status quo nearly enough. And lastly, we're just so busy. The business is growing quickly and we just haven't had time to review the way that we do business and the business model itself. And therefore we're hanging on to old ways for too long. I wanted to bring this conversation to you today as you may not even be aware of the unnecessary complexities that exist in your business. And therefore, when you're not aware that they exist, how can you possibly create change? So if you're thinking to yourself, hmm, I wonder if this is me. I wonder if I could simplify my business. I wonder if I could streamline things a little bit. Then this is the episode for you because I'm sharing with you three ways that you can simplify your business and do so relatively quickly too. So are you ready? Let's go. You're listening to the Run Your Business Like a Boss podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm Christy Robinson, your host. I'm here to advocate for you, the business owner who's knee deep in the messy middle. If you're tired of feeling stretched, overworked, and overwhelmed, you're in the right place. My goal is to help you streamline, systemize, and create a strategy that enables you to step from stressed out worker to the boss of your business. Now, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, boss, and welcome to episode number 33 on the Run Your Business Like a Boss podcast. Oh boy, am I excited for this conversation. (laughs) I've made no secret of my desire to ease the pressure that exists for small business owners. And one of the ways that you can do this is to remove the unnecessary complexity that exists in the business and ditch those inefficiencies. But before we get into it, I want to share with you where this desire has come from. Honestly, it's burned in me long before I had this business as a leader of my previous organization. I was constantly taking complex problems and messages and strategies and and simplifying them for myself and also for my team. I, in some ways, call this one of my superpowers. And to add context to this even further, I'm quite a high D in the DISC profile. And if you know anything about that personality profile, we're direct, we like information quickly, we like to do things in a concise way. And I see that simplification is a part of that. So that might give you a little bit of context for why I'm so passionate about this conversation. Before we dive in though, let's first begin by unpacking the impacts to you, the business owner and your business when you overcomplicate things. It's much like having a cluttered house. So take that as an example. Your house is filled with belongings that you don't use, belongings that take up space, the belongings you need to clean and maintain and belongings that you may not even love. 
And it's like that in business. When you have unnecessary complexities and actions and tasks and whatnot, it robs you of your time and your joy and your outcomes. And what I mean by that is it's not about this notion of productivity because as I've shared on the podcast before, it's not necessarily about fitting more into your day, but instead focusing on the key drivers that drive your business forward that will create impact for you, your business and your clients. It's about removing the busy work With less on your plate, you'll have less on your mind as well, which is another byproduct of uh, of simplifying your business. It means that you're going to be less preoccupied by all the things and greater focus on the big important pieces in your business. It allows you to be more present for yourself and for your loved ones. And you'll enjoy your business so much more when you have space to do the things that are important in your business, but also to do the things that are important outside of your business. Another benefit is that for your clients, by simplifying and creating space, you can redirect your focus back on them, creating bigger impact, greater solutions and transformations for them. You'll have the space to deliver exceptional results and outcomes. And let's face it, who doesn't want that for their clients? Now I know you are really ready to hear the three ways you can simplify your business. So let's get into it. The first way is your offers. I've mentioned before in a previous episode that reading the book, The One Thing Transformed My Business back in 2019. After I read the book, I had a good hard think about the way that I do business, what I stood for and what I wanted to offer as a result of that. And so I stripped everything back, essentially had one service, which was the Business Accelerator Coaching Program. Now, that program looks very different today than what it did back then. And that's great because that's part of business is iteration. But still to this day, that one program is my signature offer. It's what I'm known for in my business. And here's the thing, by stripping everything back and having that one offer, it meant that I could focus all my efforts on nailing that one program from the service delivery to the customer journey, to the client transformations, to all of the back end that needed to power up that service. And since then, I have obviously added the business strategy day and something new is coming this year. But but by stripping everything back to essentially one to two offers, it really simplified my business. And an unexpected outcome of that is that I became really known for the one thing, which of course is what the book is all about. So how's that going to work for you? Here's how you can take some action. Take a good hard look at your offers. What do you enjoy? What gives your clients the greatest transformations? What do you want to be known for and what lights you up? Can you imagine what your business would look like if your offers were more simpler than they are today? Would you be able to work with your favorite type of client? Would you be more recognized and referable? Would you love doing the work that you do day in, day out? Would you be known as the expert or the authority in your industry? Importantly, what kind of impact could you create with more ease? So there's a few prompts for you to think about when looking at your offers in the context of simplification. The next way that you can simplify your business is with your processes. In some ways, this builds from the first point. When you have a simplified offer suite, you have less processes on how you deliver your products, programs, or services. 
And beyond how you deliver your offers, it's also your administrative processes within your business and questioning, are you doing unnecessary tasks? I've spoken on the podcast before about streamlining and systemization and doing tasks that a system can do for you is a sunk cost. And if you want to know more about that, head over to episode number four, the five things to upgrade in your growth stage of business. I unpack that in more details inside that episode. So this comes back to challenging the way you do business, questioning, are you doing things because you need to, or are you doing things because you've always done it that way? And being discerning around what is actually important here, I run a really lean business. I definitely don't get stuck doing work that I don't need to do because I work 20 to 25 hours a week. And that includes time working on my business as well as in my business with my clients. I don't do anything here that I don't need to do. And along the way, I'm constantly questioning myself, do I need to do that? Is that something that actually needs to take place? So your action here would be to look at your standard operating procedures with the lens of, it's almost like you're doing a spring clean, right? So much like if you're spring cleaning your home, you would be sorting out all of the different things that are inside your house. Inside your business, it would look like sorting it into four categories. So the first one would be, what would I retain? So this is the actions that sit under the standard operating procedures. Number one, what is it that I would retain? What is it that I would get a team member to help me with? What is it that I would find a tech solution to streamline it with? And what would I take out altogether? And the idea here is is that you don't want to keep anything that doesn't need to be there. And so much like when you're spring cleaning your home, you wouldn't do that from top to bottom in one weekend. You would typically do it over time. So, you know, you might clean out your kitchen on one weekend and then, you know, the hallway cupboard on another weekend. So a bit like that with your business, finding the time to dedicate to each area of your business so that you do this work properly is how I would recommend moving forward. Now, moving on to the third and final way that you can simplify your business is with your marketing. And again, you will see it's building on the previous two points that we've talked about today. When it comes to your marketing, it's really important to remember that you don't need to be in all the places all the time. First and foremost, it's about determining where is your ideal client spending their time online because that's where you ultimately want to be. So, you know, some prompts here would be, are they on Google? Are they on searching Instagram hashtags? Are they scrolling reels? Are they building networks over on LinkedIn? Are they in Facebook groups? Do they listen to podcasts or watch YouTube? And so starting with your ideal client and then working backwards is a great way to figure out where do you want to be when it comes to your marketing. And what you may find is that your ideal client is in multiple places. And then it's about figuring out, well, what is best aligned to me personally as the business owner? And that's where I'm going to focus my attention. So here's an example of how that works in my business. In 2021, you'll have noticed that I made a shift in my own marketing strategy. I launched the podcast in July 
And the podcast has become my hero piece of content because I know that you're here. I know that you're invested in listening to podcasts to help you with your business. And so I use this one big piece of content to push out to Instagram, to my Instagram newsfeed. I then unpack that a little bit further in stories. I post it out on LinkedIn. I send it to my mailing list. But on this point, just quickly, when you are repurposing content, so if you do have the same similar strategy to me with one hero piece of content, and you're redistributing it is I personally don't like reading the same piece of content on Instagram and the exact same piece of content in my email list. So I do like to mix it up a little bit depending on the place in which I'm posting the content. Just because you've got one piece of content and you're repurposing it everywhere, it doesn't mean that it's a copy and paste, you know, LinkedIn, Instagram, mailing list. It's not all exactly the same words. I do change that up a little bit based on, you know, how I know that my audience is consuming content in those places. But it still makes it so much easier that my hero piece of content is the podcast because this is where I can go deep and provide the greatest amount of value. But what that's also meant is that I don't need to be posting on my Instagram newsfeed three or four times a week because I'm providing enormous amounts of value here on the podcast. And so this isn't about a plug for podcasts. It's it's simply about figuring out maybe what that key hero piece of content can be. It can still be on Instagram, but maybe a longer form caption for instance. It might be a video on, again, on Instagram, uh, an Instagram live or something that you have on YouTube. You know, incidentally, YouTube is becoming the number one or has become the number one social platform globally. It could be that you're a writer and you love to create blogs and you know that your uh, ideal audience would be reading your content that way or consuming your content that way. So the key here or the action here for you would be to figure out where your ideal person is spending their time and build a relationship in that way that aligns with your strengths and, you know, how you want to show up. And as I said, there's no right way of doing that. The other thing that I did when it comes to marketing is because I stripped back my offering, it meant that I was only speaking to one ideal client, not multiple people. And that made it so much easier when creating content. And so if you're trying to solve the problem of multiple people, that can create additional complexity in your marketing strategy. So that's definitely something for you to think about when it comes to your marketing. And as an extension of that, I really believe that when you're speaking to one person, your marketing messages are really, really sticky. They're in your head content. It's like your ideal client knows that you see them and that you're talking to them. So that's another benefit of simplifying, you know, who you're speaking to and how you're delivering that content for them. So that's the three ways of simplifying your business. First one, of course, was your offers. Second one is your processes. And the third is your marketing. And you'll have noticed that it was like scaffolding. So it started with your offers and then that was underpinned by the processes and then that moves into your marketing. So that is all interlinked in my opinion. Here's a question for you. What could your business look like? If you begun decluttering and simplifying your business model, what if you were to take out those unnecessary complexities? Would you have more time to ideate and to innovate, to deliver incredible client experiences, to create greater impact? Or maybe it's that you would have more time for you and life beyond your business. 
It all begins here. Understanding that you don't need to overcomplicate your business. And just because you've done something a certain way to this point, it doesn't mean that you need to keep doing it that same way moving forward. I encourage you think about challenging the status quo, taking out those things that just don't need to be there. If you're not quite sure how to take this podcast episode and put it into action, go back and listen to episode number 12, why you need a plan in your business. I think that episode will really help you. Boss, as always, I appreciate you tuning in to this conversation. But before we wrap up, let me do a listener shout out. This one is from Kylie from Sierra Rose Creative. And here's what she had to say. Christy Robinson's podcast, Run Your Business Like a Boss, is fantastic. It's one of those ones that I look forward to a new episode each week. I'm someone who has a full-time job and is growing my business on the side. So listening to podcasts when I walk is how I like to learn. I love how Christy's episodes get straight into the goods and you don't have to listen to a 20-minute intro like some other podcasts out there. It's practical advice that you can go away and take action on. I've followed Christy on Instagram for a long time now and she speaks so well on there. I knew she'd be perfect for a podcast and it didn't disappoint. Definitely recommend subscribing if you're trying to up-level your business and want regular inspiration and focal points. Oh, thank you so much, Kylie. I really appreciate that review. And yeah, we are the OG (laughs) connection on Instagram. You are such a beautiful human and I'm so glad I've gotten to know you over there in the DMs following your journey as well. I'm so proud of how far you've come. Now, if you want to touch base with Kylie, she sells an array of accessories, decor, unique gifts. I've purchased some of her hair accessories actually, and I love them. And Kylie is just about to launch her earring subscription as well. So if that sounds like something that might be up your alley, please do go and check her out. Her handle on Instagram is Sierra Rose, one word, underscore creative. While you're there, be sure to pop into her DMs and tell her I said hi. And to you, boss, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really appreciate you being here. I look forward to hearing how this episode can potentially help you simplify your business. But in the meantime, I look forward to chatting with you next week. Thank you so much for joining me. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider leaving a review. And if you're not already doing so, connect with me over on Instagram. My handle is Christy Robinson underscore consulting. And listen up. If you're keen to learn more about how I can support you to run your business like a boss, check out the website, christyrobinson.com.au. Thanks again. And I look forward to chatting with you next time.